And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, there's growing support for producers who suffered extensive losses in wildfires earlier this month. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division, choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. There's been a positive early response to the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association Wildlife Fire Relief Fund. Cash donations are over $20,000, including $15,000 from Mainline Motors Group. PV Mart is donating $5,000 of fencing materials or mineral tubs. UFA will provide free post-pounder rentals and sales prices on fencing material. ONT Feeds is donating $15,000 in feed and supplements. There have also been feed donations with the current total at 4,600 bales. The challenge will be lining up the transportation to move the hay. Mennonite Disaster Service has also volunteered time to rebuild fences. The provincial government is still weighing its options on whether to provide financial assistance to producers who lost cattle, feed and pasture in the October 17th fire and windstorm in Burstall, Leader and Tompkins areas. The province will help cover costs the bearing of the estimated 770 dead or euthanized cattle. Saskatchewan agricultural leaders were part of a national farm lobby in Ottawa last week led by the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. APAS President Todd Lewis's farm leaders from across the country held 42 meetings with various political groups to discuss areas of concern, including taxation and trade. Although some tax issues have been resolved, he says Saskatchewan farmers remain concerned about suggestions there may be more limits on cash deferral options. We were down for a three-day board meeting for the Canadian Federation of Agriculture, and in conjunction with it, we had a lobby day on Tuesday morning and split up into teams. It was over 10 teams of producers from across the country, and those teams, I think we ended up visiting over 42 MPs and senators over the course of Tuesday and Wednesday, so very effective and uh, you know a good way to get farmers' viewpoints from across the country to the people that make some of the decisions. What were some of the key issues that you raised? Well, the big two were certainly the uh, taxation issue that, you know, with the moves that the, the Liberals made the week before, and lots of concerns still about the different tax policy and how that was changed. And, and the other big one was just on trade for the NAFTA negotiations and put forward what agriculture thinks about that and just to kind of get a bit of an update about how the negotiations are going. So those were our two main focus areas. And then, you know, certainly from Saskatchewan, uh, you know, we talked to MPs about carbon pricing and where that's going to end up being and, and, and some other issues as well, certainly the uh, cash referral issue that came out of the last federal budget, that that's still on the table. And we want to make sure that they uh, realize that's still a pretty big issue for farmers. And we want to see that continue the ability to defer cash uh, into the next year. Any room for optimism on the NAFTA trade front? Oh, I think we found out there's a number of stumbling blocks. Certainly the trade deceit mechanism that the state uh, wants to, you know, put it to federal courts in the U.S. I don't, I think that's a real deal killer. Certainly some of the auto parts issues are problematic for all three countries. And I think even the term limits on an agreement. I mean, trade agreements like this, I think, have to be open-ended. You can't just say, you know, it's going to be renegotiated every five years or whatever. I mean, need some kind of clarity that trade agreement's going to be last longer than five years. So those are real big stumbling points and our biggest, what we want to leave in 
in politicians' minds is that agriculture has prospered in all three countries because of the agreements and agriculture, you know, do no harm to what's been done in agriculture because it's been effective and it's been win-win-win for all three countries. So that's what we are trying to press upon the politicians. Do you feel it was successful lobby effort in Ottawa? Oh, I think certainly on the tax side with what happened uh, with the pullbacks and so on, I think that was pretty intense lobby on behalf of farm families across the country and I think we were pretty successful there. And hard to say in the NAFTA, that's, there's lots of politics going on there, lots of timing issues certainly. Mexico, I think they said by April it has to be wrapped up just legally because they've got federal elections and they can't be in negotiations when the uh, election writ is dropped in Mexico. So time is of the essence too and uh, they're certainly going to run up against some obstacles there as, as the rounds of negotiations go forward too. So and of course the U.S. with their midterm elections, they uh, would like to see it wrapped up before then too. On the carbon tax front, Manitoba has introduced a carbon tax, $25 a ton. Agriculture is exempt farm fuels. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think, you know, with our uh, agriculture summit we had in the July, that that was something that was a topic of discussion. But overall, I think that when you just say uh, farm fuel exempt, there's a lot of other hidden costs that will come forward, be it the carbon tax that railroads pay or grain companies. And, you know, that's all going to get passed on to farmers. And so fuel is just one part of it, but there's lots of other hidden costs in the economy when you put a carbon tax in place that it'll make it difficult. We're price takers, not price makers. So we've, we've got no way of claiming that back. And if it's increased basis or freight rates, we're just going to have to pay the bill. So it's something it's certainly something but far from what the total costs are going to be for farmers todd lewis is the president of apas this portion of saskatchewan agriculture today is brought to you by diggleman industries look to diggleman for the most reliable dependable engineered tough equipment on the market a market analyst sees limited price rises for barley this crop year neil townsend with farmlink marketing solutions says there's a good supply of high quality barley for malting purposes He says China has been buying some barley and it is supporting the market, but large supplies are pressuring prices. And I think, uh, you know, you're lucky to get $5 for two row malt barley right now. Uh, You know, prices are kind of more in the $4 to $4.50 range. Going forward, I mean, it really just depends on uh, quality outcomes in other places. So next year, I mean, one thing that people may see is towards the end of this crop season, there might be some uh, buying or procuring of this year's malt barley just just in a, in, as a hedge against uh, quality risk for next year. But the longer-term outlook for malt barley isn't, isn't that promising just because a lot of other countries have started to produce more of it. So we've seen, you know, dramatic increases in malt barley and places like Ukraine and Russia, uh, Australia is growing more and more of it, uh, Argentina is kind of back in the game a bit. So Canada is kind of, you know, uh, you know, a big player in the offshore malt barley market. We've kind of had some declining volumes there. And, uh, and on the feed side, we're just not really competitive against the big supplies and proximity to the markets that Ukraine and Russia have. Townsend sees limited prospects for price increases for barley and oats. He says some oat yields have reached 200 bushels per acre, and prices range from 275 in northern Saskatchewan to $3.25 a bushel in Manitoba. He says the smallest U.S. oat crop in history is helping keep demand for oats relatively strong. There's been good sales so far, and then as we get towards the kind of the end of the marketing year, we're probably going to see um, some more sales being able to be made in the similar vein. So you know, 275 plus in uh, Saskatchewan, northern Saskatchewan, and then you know, three to 325 in other areas. Just because uh, the millers in the United States, the guys who make Cheerios, those kinds of guys, they'll want to take a you know, they'll want to take some ownership in case the yields or the quality aren't as good as they, they were this year. 
Townsend adds India remains a key factor for Pulse crops this marketing year. He says the big lentil crop in India is affecting the markets right now, but future demand could have an impact on prices in the coming year. They have heavy demand, and even when they have heavy supply, I mean, it doesn't take long to kind of eat through their supplies. And they're constantly kind of planting and growing and harvesting. So there's two big crops there, the rabi and the karif. I mean, a lot of it depends on the outcome of of their next kind of wave of production there. Townsend anticipates a small rise in lentil prices if demand remains strong. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Canola fell 250 at 489.14. Oats dropped to dollar 77 at 152.93. Number one red spring wheat increased 23 cents at 242.95. The rest were unchanged. Durham 260 dollars 12 cents. Feed barley 163.62. Flax 450.25, yellow peas 264.54, and feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is up a quarter cent at 6.17 and a quarter a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. And now the latest livestock report. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. 4,500 kids sell on Saturday, $5.5 million trade hands. Average weight, 542 pounds, $1,213 per head on every calf in the sale. The 750 weight steers, 215. The 680 to 7s, 215 to 219. 600 pound steers, the Hereford steers at 220.75. Uh, the red and black steers load after load at 222 to 2. 25 and a quarter. Uh, the tens bring uh, 233.75, and the white calves right close knocking on the door. The 550 weight steers, 227 to 234. Uh, the white spring, 241. The tens, 242. Uh, we did into the 530 weight Hereford steers, bring 230 and a quarter, tight to five. Uh, at 510, the block ranch black calves bring 245 and a quarter. Uh, the 480, the reds bring the same money, and the, the uh, 10 calves bring two. 52 into the 460 weights the reds at 249.75 the herfords at 252 and a quarter the whites at 265.75 the tens at 268.75 at 460 pounds tight to 4 411 the black steers 275.75 the heifer trade 600 pounders 198 to 199 all day long the uh, white heifers bring 212.75 the tens bring the exact same here's the set of red angus simmental heifers at 600 pounds bring 218 to go back as breeding kind cattle the 550 weight heifers some preconditioned 550 weights uh, a little bit of flesh a little bit of fill bring 191 uh, the bulk of the calves in that 198 to 205 at 550 
50. We did have some up as high as 208. Then we get to the Char Lake. Yeah, it'll bring 216. Here's a red Angus set of 540 weight heifers from the Matador. The historic Matador brand bring 222 per pound at 540 to go back for breeding cattle. There will be full cattle sales coming up next week again. The calf run is indeed in full fledged. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,000 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 153 to 158 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 heads, selling in a range of 154 to 159 per CKG. 100 index dressed weight hog prices for the week ending Friday, October 27th are sig- 5, 151.94, Ham's Cash, 150.44, Thunder Creek Britco, 140.17, and High Life, 152.36 per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is steady, and forward contract prices opened mostly higher this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was down with the daily exchange rate at 1.2874. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.78 cents US. U.S. packer operating margins are still very profitable, although at only half the level seen last year, which have been estimated around $30 USD per hop. The support to pork prices has come largely from the domestic market as recent weekly pork exports have been somewhat disappointing and lower than levels seen at this time last year. Lean hog futures are starting this week near steady, with traders cautiously optimistic that cash hog prices will continue to their firm trend, in large part due to the added competition created by the new slaughter facilities in Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eaves trough, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, cloudy with 30% chance of flurries, Wind north 20, gusting to 40, the high minus 1. Cloudy tonight, the low minus 6. Tomorrow cloudy and a bit warmer, the high plus 3. Evening flurries tomorrow night, the low minus 1. Wednesday, snow, the high plus 1, the low minus 6. Thursday, cloudy, the high minus 3, the low minus 10. Friday, cloudy, the high minus 5. Chance of evening flurries, the low minus 7. Saturday, cloudy, 60%. Chance of flurries, the high minus 4, the low minus 7. Sunday cloudy with 60% chance of flurries, the high minus 5. The normal high right now is plus 4, the normal low is minus 7. The sun rose at 746 this morning, it sets at 538 tonight. Around the province we have Estevan at minus 4 right now, Saskatoon minus 2, Swift Current, Weyburn, Yorkton all minus 3. In Regina with light snow it's minus 4, that's 25 Fahrenheit, winds are from the north-northwest at 19. Light snow in Moose Jaw, minus 3. Winds are from the northwest at 17. Once again, Regina, light snow, minus 4. That's 25 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.